My name's Alex, and in a couple days, my wife and I are having a baby. This is the first entry in an audio diary podcast I'm calling, Are You There, Pod? It's me, Dad. Every week, I'll recap the previous week in figuring this parenting stuff out in real time while calling up my friends that all had babies within the same month I did. So come with me as I figure out parenting on the fly. Runner here. The Ask Runner Social Club July boxes have started to ship, and are they gorgeous? I mean... I was on a FaceTime today with Connor. Okay, he was putting them together. He had a little elf factory going over at Fiasco. And I said, let me see. I want to make sure the product is perfect before it goes out. And these boxes were so gorgeous. It actually made me furious. Because when I saw that what was included in the box, I could not get over how much people were getting for the measly little price. And I could not, I honestly felt like I was getting completely ripped off. The amount of luxury, full-size bottles, as all of you gauche, absolute nonsense people have been asking. So beautiful. But truly, truly, all jokes aside, have they done a gorgeous job putting it together. Join us for August, now accepting members, arsocial.club, as Brian likes to say. He's winning the URL wars so far, pardon me. But... Don't miss out on this absolutely gorgeous opportunity. You've missed July, but we'd be thrilled to welcome you for August. Sign up now through August 1st. The last day you can sign up for the August box is August 1st. We can't wait to welcome you to the club. Kiss, kiss. I don't know why he does it. I really who? don't. Who? You know who. Dante, he who shall not. You n- are truly Ronnie. You're a, you, he's he's gotten in, under your skin this week like no other. I don't know why he doesn't. I don't know why he has you, to record the show, Rana. You now you're yelling at me. Sorry, that's I'm, what's going to happen. I, I have to say, a couple weeks ago, I yelled hard on the Patreon, and I feel bad about it now. Not at you though. What do you feel bad about that for? I actually don't feel bad about it. Get it through your skull. I have to say it sometimes. I mean, I'll tell you why I I was shocked by it, but I was excited because what you were doing was defending the honor of the show, which was the is the following. Thank you. You write in for those the, not on the Patreon. I went on a tear into somebody the other day. Well, not really. What you were saying was you wrote in, you asked for advice, you didn't take the advice. And then you wrote in for more advice. And then advice. you wrote in again and asked for more advice. That's so true. let me ask you a question. That's the equivalent of coming to my restaurant. Let's say I'm running a Michelin star restaurant. Michelin star. Three Michelin stars. Yeah. I'm running a three Michelin star restaurant. Okay. Now We're that's, talking that's El, Bu- El Bully before it closed. Okay. I don't know. Bully. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. All right. You come in, you make the reservation. You hope for the reservation. You wait on the waiting list for the reservation the for months bit. and months and months. You come in. I go forage in the hills of, you know, San Sebastian or wherever. Mm. I come back with three exquisite mushrooms, one leaf, 
you know, a boar that I shot with a bow and arrow, whatever it is I'm doing to put food on the table at my Michelin star restaurant, all the work I'm doing behind the scenes in the lab at the carriage house, the work I'm doing on myself as a person in order to have the ability to even answer these questions. That's right. To put this food on the table. This is beautiful. I put it on the table in front of you. With your hands. And you drop the plate on the floor. Okay. Yikes. That's your prerogative. You don't have to eat the food I serve you. You don't. You decide what you put into your body. You decide, you look at it and you think, "Mm, not for me. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But do not show up at my restaurant again and say, I know I didn't try the food the first time, but I'd love to try it this time. Uh-huh. And expect me to serve you willingly. Wow. I really, truly, honestly do not mind if people do not take our advice. These are opinions, okay? We are here giving opinions to people based on our own lived experience and whatever else goes into the alchemy of this show. Only you know when you hear the advice. If it resonates with you, it feels like something you're capable of. It feels like something you want to do or don't want to do. Maybe you want to shelve it. It is all, you are the master of your own domain. How nice. But do not come back to me for a second round of advice. When I'm, you with have, you. I'm with you. I'm with you. That was what your trigger was. It was. But Rana, you, I should have said it more like that. Because you Why? always keep- because you always keep an even temper. And I, I don't know what happened. It's not even that little I absolutely fault. do not I keep an even temper handle. all the time. I get furious with you constantly. You're in here turning things over and emptying drawers and <laughs> hiding in, in mouse houses and doing whatever. You know, you're like a mouse I'm chasing around the house. That's pretty fun, though. Who doesn't like to be chased? But I absolutely don't keep an even temper. I was so impressed that you were defending the honor of the show. That's I how I felt about it. I had to. Of I the had to enterprise. The, I had to be first line Because we're not just enterprise. here because we're, what do you think? We're bored. We don't have no. anything to do. And we're, we're not gen- just here because you're bored. We, thank you. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's exactly. Mm-hmm. We're not just here because you're bored and need something to listen to. That's right. Oh, we're making so a difference insulting, So the insulting. The thought of it. We're making a difference. We're trying to make a difference. And but truly only you know if you can if you want the advice, if you can handle the advice, if you if it fits into your life, it resonates. That's the truth. Yeah. We're just giving our opinions. We're just people. Believe it or not, I know it seems like we're sort of sort of demigods. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is a little bit of a Mount Olympus situation. Sure. But we're not, we're just people. We're just we're just people. incredible people who have people who need people who have good intuition. Correct. And in the spirit of that, we're going to have a good old fashioned carriage house catch up. We have not done just you and me for a while. This is going to be F U C K I N. Or just you and I. Which is it? You and me. You and I. It's just going to be you and me. It's just going to be you and me. Just you and I. Ooh, Ron. Sharing our love together. Isn't that how it goes? It's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. With no warm up, you know? Just pours right out. It just came out. Pours right out of me. Uh, It pours right out of those 
Well, those, sports. Those, well, if you can find my porn. And you can't find a porn. If you could space. find my porn. You did see that. me in person the other day after not after quite some time. I hope my skin looked just as beautiful to you as oh, it always Rana has. made such an entrance with her. You were wearing Poochie. I was. Yeah. It was Not stunning. only was I wearing Poochie, I was wearing a color. And that is not something that, I ever Honestly, Rana, do. you looked like a summer in Palm Beach fantasy from like 1969. Summer breeze. <gasps> Rana, you're really- Makes me feel fine. Is that how it goes? How does it go? All I know is, Rana, did you see Mr. Cleveland last night? Is that what's happening? Is he in your I did have right a now? date with Mr. Cleveland last yeah, night. Yeah, it must have gone pretty well. It was all right. You're really, you're glowing today. Mr. Cleveland and I did have a date last night. What did you do? We went for dinner. Yeah. And did he feed you or you feed him? Oh, we love doing that. (laughs) (laughs) We do. That is. Was there a ring anywhere in the food? That is, yeah, another one. That's right. He did already. So embarrassing for him. Uh, When are you going to answer him, Rana? Why do I have to? If he gets tired of waiting for an answer, he can tell me and I can tell him, go shove. Wow. He's a patient man, Rana. Is he? What does he need that's so different? I'm happy with the arrangement, okay? You don't feel like it's a scandalous relationship, Rana, that you're just going out with this man not married? (laughs) What a ridiculous statement. Listen to me. We have more stuff to get through today than I have the We have so many ridiculous things to discuss. So let's get into our comments. Then I think we have actually a couple of follow-ups. Oh, no. You know what we're doing today? Oh, no. What? We do have a couple of follow-ups, and they're all cuckoo crazy. Some of them involve, I'm sure, birthday trips to Palm Springs, because that's what they always do. And then, for your listening pleasure today, we slash Brian. Thank you. Are going to read the style guide <gasps> that that current Josh Pro Tem, I believe is how you say it. Pro Tem. President of the Carriage House uh co-op board. Joshua Cam's an attorney at law wrote. That's right. And he wrote the fun. style guide for the show. We need to get into that AS. We might ASCP. even uh, should we do it first and then do the, can. the comments? Or but first, we? can I say we are only days away from our next Kiki? And there's only a few days to sign up for August Box. Oh, we're a minute away from my We're Kiki. a minute. You need we're to go a to minute. A. And by the way, we're doing this. These This is will be my post-birthday drink because my birthday is the day before. So, Oh, no, that's July. That's July. Forget it. You're, no, this for, is July. This is the July Kiki that's coming up. I know, Rana, but there's- But you're, I, oh, they yeah, can't you're right. come. Let's put it this way. The people, yeah, put it a better way so than I did. But the people that have already <laughs> signed up, We'll be celebrating the continuation of Brian's birthday with him. Brian's birthday is the 30th. The Kiki's going to be the 31st. So the people that were smart enough to sign up for the club will be having what I would call the shampoo buzz cocktail with Brian. That's right. I lo- what does that the, mean? The hair of the oh, dog. Oh, the hair of the dog. That's yeah. right. When you already still have a little bit of alcohol coursing through your veins. It's a bit yep. like people, when they wash your hair at the salon, there's still a little bit of shampoo in there, and they go for the second wash, Yep. and it suds right up. Yep. That's what we're talking about. That does always happen with the second wash. Yeah, because they don't wash it out entirely, so they just it suds right up. Ooh, that's exciting. And so you're going to be, I'm sure you're either going to be in a really bad or a really good mood. 
But by the end of the Kiki, you'll be in the a great suds mood. will be flying. I'll be in a great mood by the end. And if I didn't think you were going to give me COVID after your birthday, I would consider us shooting it together in one room. I'm going to think it over. Think it over, Rana. Think it over. I'd love that. But I think it's more fun for people when we're in different squares, when we're playing Hollywood, Hollywood squares. squares. Yeah. yeah. Marblehead squares. I love that. Uh, so that's going to be the 31st. I'm so excited. People have already been notified, so I don't want to hear. And if you haven't been, you know what? Please don't whine about it. Just send an email to askron at gmail.com. Yeah, it's okay. not, and and it's, please, I don't, and don't DM because it gets confusing for Tony. Just ask Ron at gmail.com. Okay. Yeah. Right. Or if you're having problems with your but you know, I thought about it, Ron. This we don't, do, we, don't, we don't have an ask Ron and Gmail uh, and Brian at gmail.com. Did, oh, was that taken too? Who could type all of that? Well, I mean, I could. I mean, they get it. Ask Ron. They right. get it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? You're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah, and you're I really right. think it's a little late to start changing horses at this point. Yeah, but, I see what they, you mean. but if you name- want to start ask Brian at gmail.com, you're welcome to. Okay. All right. And you know, do or don't forward me the letters. I don't care. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh but people if, if you feel like your letter August. is not good enough for Rana <laughs> to ask Brian at gmail.com. You're looking for advice on bomba socks or <laughs> I just got it. I'm not even kidding. I just got a 12 pair. I'm sure you did a 12 pack. <laughs> Or Bellroy has a new I yes, don't know, I got iPhone a new sling. cover or yep. iPhone watch or something. Yes, you mm-hmm. can write to Brian about that. Correct. When I say sling, I mean sling bag, guys. Okay, like a fanny Everyone bag. Everyone knows. Banana hammock is what you mean. No, I do not mean yeah. that. He got a new Bellroy banana hammock. Zero percent For your true. birthday, that's an early birthday present from you to yourself. Yeah, well. What are you going to wear to your birthday party, Brian? Probably a white button down and pantyhose. Oh, I like that. But like what are you going to do for stretch. a shoe? I hope you're going to do a flat sandal for you. I'll do shoe. a flat sandal <laughs> or a tap shoe, depending on how much attention I need. <laughs> that is so funny. Maybe I'll wear the same. Mm. I was going to wear my new it. Dior chamois pants, but I'm not sure. What is chamois? Mean? Oh, I've developed a very nasty habit. What's that? Chamois means my place at my house. No, I know, but what is a chamois pant? <laughs> I hesitate to mention it because we're still in the pandemic and also because people are, you know, going on and on about inflation, which either is or isn't true. Right. What? Well, it's true. Yeah. Of course it's true. Oh, but then, I see. But then there are people who are saying, oh, we've raised our prices because of inflation. And you say, oh, we've I'd like to that. see the yes. receipts. I'd like Ridiculous. to see the receipts. That Ridiculous. You, that it, this cost you more to make than it used to. You know, not right. everyone is experiencing inflation equally. Let's put it that way. For sure. And certainly my salary has not gone up on the podcast to cover for inflation. No, mine hasn't either. Yeah. So I'm just saying not everybody has adjusted for inflation, but some people have been very happy to adjust for inflation. And there's no way to really know if they should or shouldn't adjust for inflation. I just think there's a little bit of profiteering going on as usual. Yeah. You know, Ron, I was thinking about it. I really shouldn't have to pay for food when I'm in Boston. I didn't know that you were. Well, if I like go out with the lobsterman or something, that's not good. Oh, you mean not beyond me stocking your fridge? Yes. Because everyone knows you do your little form. I leave the form for you. What groceries do you want? And then Yadvina goes and shops for them. Oh, God, it's so – the form is really nice to but fill out. I'm I feel like it's really room service. But I'm not really thinking about paying for your 
those expensive dates you and the lobster men are taking. Though I will say this, Chef Barbara Lynch has taken over the Rudder. The Rudder. Rocky Point. The Rudder is back. The, the Rudder Rudda in Rocky Point is back. Oh, I couldn't be more Brian thrilled. and I have become regulars. Regulars. At Barbara Lynch BOS, I believe is her Instagram. And if any of our fans go to the Rudder, I want them to post and they want them to tag us and I want them to tell Barbara that they know us. Yeah. And if you want to do a tough- Maybe she'll send over a bivalve or something. That'd be great. And if you want to do a tough mudda and end your day at the Rudder, that's up to you. A tough mud is like a run. Yeah. It's like a run through the mud. Yeah. Hello, mudda. Hello, fada. It's one of those things that if you don't- Camp Granada. Exactly. Exactly. And I guess we'll have some fun if it stops raining. You remember how the audience like dies laughing at that song? Take me home, oh mother Pada. I will not make noise. I'll something with the other Rana, voice. I oh, don't please know don't make what? me stay. I've been here one whole oh. day. Rana. Yeah. You must be some kind of sore down there this morning. He must have given it to you. Like oh, I don't no really one's... think that's very nice. Well, all I'm saying is- I think that's I'm... actually, I actually think we've talked about this. You've been- No, he must have done it right this morning. I really honestly am offended by your talk. I'm offended. Why, Ronna? You must, okay, let me put it a different it's way. filthy talk. I'll put it different. I'll put, you're right. it's not appropriate. You're right. And I'm diff- moving on. I'll put it a different way. He must have been lovely this morning. Moving on. Okay, sorry. ARsocial.club, askronasocialclub.com. Yeah. What I will say, I've started to say ARsocial.club. You're winning the URL. <laughs> you know what? I've noticed and I haven't wanted to mention anything because I don't want you to think twice. Because you it. didn't want me to go back. I Correct. know. But you've Correct. been winning the URL URL was because it's short. I'm so proud. <laughs> I couldn't be uh, more thrilled. But I could flip it at every any moment and just stop saying it. Don't and stop you posting dare. it. Stop linking it. How dare you? Uh the other thing I'll say. Is that for August, first of all, a July cocktail and the boxes have started to arrive. So people are starting to know. And my favorite thing is they all have preconceived notions about what it's going to taste like. Oh, you have no idea. It's going to knock. It's going to knock your socks. I feel the same about you. I already know you think you don't think you like it that much. And I already know that you love it. But I'll be honest with you. I know why you would think I wouldn't like it, but the fact that you told me that I would, even though I think that I won't, means you I think I'm going to love it. Believe no, it's not true. What happened? I, I think look, I'm going to love it. That's the nature of our relationship. Sure. But the good news for me on that is that I love a surprise. I'm happy to still surprise you. It's going to my surprise favorite me. moment, a blissful moment for me, where the present, the past, and the future all come together, and I feel completely in the present and at peace. Yeah, is when I have both surprised. Delighted and am right about some proven proven someone proven myself right proven someone wrong. I when a all three feeling. of those things come together when you hit all really, the obstacles and double dare. I feel as though I am ascending to the astral astral plane. Oh, now you're talking like the deep end. Askronacoffee dot com. Oh come on! Don't sleep on that. That's the morning time, I feel baby. Embarrassed. You know what? We've I'm going to drink. I'm going to be drinking askronacoffee dot com 
the morning You're after my birthday. It. Are you well, kidding? It's going to be an tempted ID. To, I'm tempted to just post an espresso martini recipe so that people have an espresso martini on the morning after of your birthday, which you're going to need. That's true, because everyone needs to, to celebrate you. even if they're not there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But forget it. Forget about the espresso martini. That's not what we're doing. Yeah. Margaret Aran, new fan. I'm new to Askron and I'm obsessed. Do you think Mimi, Tony, and Adam would each give me $20 on my birthday? Yeah. Okay. Ronna and Brian simply have something special here. As I listen to the various questions these incredibly knowledgeable people read, I find myself coming up with my own answers and advice. That's a classic Cynthia Dupree Sweeney. She listens to the questions. She does. She, she listens. Yeah, that's right. She pauses. She decides what she's go- she would answer, and then she waits to see what we say. Love. But find myself learning new and brilliant perspectives from Ron and Brian. I myself have many questions I hope to one day ask them. Well, I've just told you. Don't ask two if you're not taking the advice on one. There it is. As I work as a high-risk labor and delivery nurse, witnessing so much loss, fear, unfairness, and incredible resilience with my patients that I simply cannot comprehend some days. Wow. Wow. After my hottest shifts, I immediately turn on AR for my ride home, and I take a deep breath. I find comfort and ease in their voices and their humor. I know I'm not the only one that has truly found solace with these people, and I am grateful for them. Kiss, kiss, and you know I'm clicking five stars every single time I open this app. Thank you, Margaret. That's point. a wonderful review. Margaret, write to us at askbrona at gmail.com. I'm sending you something. I don't know what it is yet, but that's yeah, you the kind win. of fan I'm interested in. You win, Margaret. Picolina Nina says, a spectacular podcast where you leave your sage in the spice rack. Oh, I like that. That took a twist. I thought they were going to, this was going to be inflammatory, but that it turns out. That is cute. I like it. Bow down to Ron and Brian. Twice weekly, I whisk myself away to a land where I have a cheeky giggle with Brian and get a stern yet loving talking to from Rana. Best podcast ever. Five stars only. Oh, fabulous. You and Avril read, yeah, You better keep reading. It's very rare that I read a comment. I was, I was I so shocked that you to. did, but that was a real, yeah. honestly, you were the right person to read that one. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. The podcast and the Patreon, five stars. But what oh, I really want to talk go. about is opening my mailbox this evening and the heavenly coffee oh, aromas as I just mentioned. out. Rana and Brian, if your coffee tastes even half as good as it smells, it's going to be a winner. I will try out a honey latte for breakfast. I salute you both. Good for you, Avril. I, w- I want to follow up from Avril on their experience. Me too. I'm dying to know. Now, Jeremy the Mayamanic. Oh, my God. People from Patreon know him. He outdid himself. He wrote in with some very detailed advice. Now, I would actually love to know what happened. These were the people who had the au pair, who I don't even know if she was their au pair. It was not clear. She was an au pair. An au pair, who had come here to go to school. They were going to help her with a loan. And then they wanted to have, uh, they wanted to help her decide where she was going to go and tell her how to do it. Yeah. Hi, Ron and Brian and Naomi in absentia. Since she answered this question, I wanted to include her too. She was on uh, WTF the other day. Excuse me. Don't I know it? I saw. Wow. Yeah. It's me, Jeremy, the Mayamanic. I wanted to write. Hi, Jeremy. I thought we were cooler than that. But anyway, go ahead. I wanted to write to give some more 
financial advice to the writer who was helping her friend from South Africa, or as they say, South Africa. South Africa. Yeah. To attend college or probably just to make it more affordable. I have worked in higher education for my entire career and specifically in university and college financial aid for the last 24 years. Oh my, I am old. In any event, the scenario your writer explained has some nuances that Rana and Naomi covered very well, but I thought I'd add some more advice and insight for the writer. First, in general, financial aid, such as federal and possibly state, would be available if your friend was a U.S. citizen or an eligible non-citizen. Sounds to me, though, that she is not in these groups, and as such, her eligibility for aid is going to be more limited, regrettably. Financial aid for international students very much depends on the school. Some schools do have aid sources for international students, but in general, a U.S. student visa is granted based on a declaration of finances that the student submits when applying for the visa. Interesting. They only accept students from abroad who can pay their own way is what I'm reading there, unless Mm. they're incredibly, incredibly, exceptionally talented and smart and know how to build a bomb or something. Sure. Or hack into an Iranian, you know, nuclear site. Sure. The declaration basically states that the student has the means to afford the college she is attending. Usually that's how the student visa is granted, although in my experience, there are always situations that arise where the family's resources become stressed and then that student needs to look to other sources. The best advice I can give is to call, well, I will say this, she already got into the two schools, so that's helpful. Yeah. The best advice I can give is to call or schedule a Zoom chat with a financial administrator at the school she is attending. Pretty sure that's the advice we gave, Jeremy. Okay. Ay, these people. They can help with explaining the options available, but you need to go in with the perspective that funds are limited and literally everyone wants, everyone wants the same thing that you do, namely free money. Treat the financial aid people kindly and honestly. When you try to wheel and deal, quote, quote, it is a big turnoff and won't really get you too far as we try to treat each family consistently and helpfully. That's great advice. We try to do for you what we would do for any other student. At least that's been my MO all these years. A little compliment for himself. We present the options, and ultimately, it is up to you what you are willing to do financially. Great. Choosing a college is an emotional decision, and you are investing in an educational experience. Sometimes I think of it in the way that brides might planning their wedding. We might plan a wedding. You are paying for an experience and the costs can get high quickly depending on the experience you want. Not everyone is capable of making the best financial decisions in these emotional circumstances, especially a young adult who doesn't have the maturity to understand the financial consequences. He might have said maturity. I'm not sure. Right. Sure. I personally think that investing in higher education is the best decision you can make for yourself or your child because it opens so many doors for the future. In today's culture, though, it seems like the value of education is being diminished due to the extreme borrowing and debt that some students get themselves into, and that seems to take over the narrative. I want to say to the writer that I think you can help your student, but you need to just be honest about your willingness. I'm pretty sure we already said that. And try to help coach your student about the options. I think students can be happy at any institution, and even if you do have to take on some debt within your budget, of course, it is, quote, good debt, in my opinion, because you are investing in your education, which will pay off over time. But you just have to go into it with a, quote, cold, hard reality perspective and try to take some of the emotion out of it. Easier said than done. Sure. I also know that men, there are many nursing programs out there, and there is a nationwide nursing shortage. 
So excellent point. So she needs to investigate the options. I know of a few nursing programs in my local area that are affiliated with hospitals. Students have clinical experiences in the hospitals and after they graduate are then funneled into the hiring process at the hospital. It is almost like a seamless experience from school to work and many have signing bonuses too. Fabulous. I hope this is helpful. Good luck to the writer and the student. I'm hoping it will all work out and stay affordable for you. Thanks again, Rana and Brian and Naomi too. You are the best. Sincerely, Jeremy, the mayor, Manic. I got to say the mayor is solid on this one. I, th- I think that's fabulous. He is. I could have just used the last two paragraphs for him, from him, to be honest. That's true. That's true. But we got to listen. He's got a city to run, Rana. So we, we got to give him some allowances. We've got an update from, I believe, that twink Which who went twink? on vacation. And oh, then the Palm friend, Springs. he was upset because somebody tried to crib in on his birthday. Isn't Correct. that what it was? That was what it was. That, it was his birthday. He rented the house. Other people were coming. And the husband of or the boyfriend of one of the other guests said- Invited oh, six people. It's also Stan's birthday. So we'll do Saturday night for Stan. Yep. And then invited six people to come when the private chef was there. Right. If I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Okay. And also, it's a very stressful thing to be the person who rents the house. Um, oh, you're not kidding. In- in Palm Springs, well, anywhere really, but Palm Springs has so many fucking rules now for you to rent a house there. Yeah, there's and a noise They'll kick you out for anything, yeah. and they act on it. I mean, they really yeah. do. It's stressful. Fascist. So, and it's horrible when when your house guests don't respect that. So, especially I, if they're not yeah. your guests, they're especially just interlopers. They're just interlopers. They were invited yeah. by another guest or whatever. Yeah. Friend of a friend, guest of a guest, who didn't even ask if it was okay. Terrible. Okay. Dear, and by the way, wasn't wasn't the end result that no one's talking to him anymore or something? Something, but he also lost. They all had too much tequila and then he lost it. Yeah, he did lose it. It wasn't pretty. No. Yeah. Okay, here's the follow-up. Dear Rana and Brian, a bit over a year ago, you responded to my letter about a dear friend, a birthday gay of many years, who ghosted me after I overreacted to his dozen surprise guests at a house dozen. I had rent- Crazy. I had rented for us in Palm Springs. I truly think your response helped me forgive myself for my role in the sad situation. And a few weeks after you read my letter, I met a man who I've now been dating ever since, who tells me I don't do a thing wrong. I just kidding. I added that on our oh, third or fourth we'll buckle date. Buckle up, because I've read this letter. <laughs> the pad, the podcast, and my letter. Wait. <laughs> on our who's third- the shtetl clairvoyance now? Get ready. On our third or fourth date, the podcast and my letter came up. And he responded, sounds like his loss. Mm-hmm. Meaning who? The letter writer? Him? No, the guy that sounds like his loss. The guy that wrote in. The guy. The guy so the guy invited 12 friends. Yes. And then our letter writer lost it. Yep. Which he was not proud of or sort of was cagey about. And we suggested, well, you could say, you know. Sorry, I overreacted. He may have right. said that in the original letter. I'll have to look. Right. But anyway, that's what, when he says his loss, he means the person that invited the dozen friends. Oh, got it. Sounds like his loss. Very nice. Fast forward to this. So that's a good guy. Fast forward to this past weekend and we were visiting my former friend's city. We had discussed my fears of running into him. And sure enough, he and his husband were at a bar we were at. I told my boyfriend and he placed his arms, his arm on the small of my back and whispered in my ear, his loss. 
I truly think your response helped me move forward and open myself up to the possibility of a partner who pretty much can imagine exactly how that weekend went, yet provide the love, support, and understanding that we all deserve. Thank you, Adam. The solution is always to run into the arms of a man. I really believe that, Rana. I think this guy sounds lovely. Well, I'm looking at the original letter to see. I know I probably overreacted to the surprise of the trip, but I now feel more betrayed by his abandon of me at a time he knows is extremely difficult for me than of his decision to convert my vacation. I invited him along on into quote Rob's birthday week. I mean, this I'm looking at the original letter. It was such an outrage. It was an outrage. It really was. That was really shitty. It then turned out that Rob had invited six people from his same city who were also in Palm Springs to join us for his birthday dinner at the house. Because of this, we were in violation of city ordinances. Yeah, that's what I mean. And they're serious about that. how many people could be at the house. As the person who had rented the house and a big rule follower, I made several attempts to get people to leave as the city's enforced quiet hours kicked in. Eventually, someone made fun of me and I stormed off to my room and slammed the door. I hoped to discuss this with Rob on the trip, but he was distant from me the remainder of the time. I texted him as I was leaving saying, I was sorry I wasn't in a place to deal with such a large group and unknown people. I never heard back. I texted him a few times since the trip saying I would love to talk. At first he said he was busy and then finally saying he would reach out, quote, if he was ready to talk. All right, so there we are. That's where we left it. And then he met this great guy. Yeah. And that guy said his loss. That's nice. sweet. Very sweet. That's all we can really hope for in this world, isn't it? Somebody Honestly, who, who literally has your back. Yeah. Yeah. Puts Very an arm sweet. on it. Yeah. I put an it. arm on it. Put an arm on it. Yeah. That's the solution to everything. Da, da, I love da, da, this guy. Da, 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 put an put arm on it. Put an arm on it. Da, 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 put an arm on it. Yep. Wait a minute. We have such an exciting new sponsor. This is our kind of sponsor. Well, this applies directly to what you were talking about on the show, not just, not even a few weeks ago, where we were, I guess it was months now, but going, you were going through a breakout on your face. I was. I won't call it a breakout, an incident. There was an incident. There was an incident on my face. Yeah. And this was exactly... Too bad they weren't sponsoring us then. This was exactly what you could have used. Apostrophe. So true, because it was embarrassing for me. I would have to angle myself certain ways. The ring light was at its brightest because I just like didn't want anyone to see what was happening on this, the incident happening on my face. And they are an incredible skincare company. You take a picture of your beautiful skin or not so beautiful skin as the case may be. Yeah. You upload it to their website. They mm-hmm. give you a unique personalized treatment plan that is tailored to your skin. Completely. You just take a picture of one side of your face, then the middle of your face, then the other side of your face. And they that team of dermatologists gets to work on figuring out your thing. And also all you have to do is fill out an online quiz about your skin goals and your medical history. And all of a sudden you have a customized treatment plan. Un- I can't even get over this. I wish I didn't have such gorgeous skin so that I could really get the most out of this. Rana, I'm talking about hormonal acne. Facial acne, yeah. chest knee, back knee, butt knee, mask knee. I guess some people get acne on their butts. I guess they treat breakouts from head to toe, Pat. That's me. exactly right. Now, you use one of their products and you're a huge convert. I do. I use their retinoid. I do. So I started at like a point 
0.01% or 0.025, something like that. Now I'm at a 0.1%, which is a little stronger. Uh-huh. But I do it not only to like improve my skin texture, but also yeah. because retinoid is a powerful thing for, it's a proven anti-wrinkle thing. So I do it as a preventative as well. You can only get it in a prescription. Fine lines and texture, excuse me. Correct. And I got to say, they have the cutest patch- packaging you could ever imagine. The bottle doesn't look like a prescription bottle. It just looks like a cute bottle. It doesn't look like CVS filled this thing. Yeah. And also, speaking of, or maybe I should say, it doesn't look like a pharmacy filled this thing. Yeah. And also, by the way, you don't have to go to the pharmacy. That's the best part. It just comes you right to you. You didn't wait in line. No. You didn't have to call the doctor. You're getting your no. treatment plan from a real dermatologist. It's yes. an adorable bottle. What could be better? I'll tell you what could be better. Yeah. For our audience, we have a special deal. Save Fabulous. Fifth. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. That's one tank of gas. Save $15 off your first visit with Apostrophe at apostrophe.com slash askrana when you use the code askrana. This code is only available to our listeners, pardon me. Mm -hmm. You think that's special? We have a special deal for our audience. Save $15 off your first visit with an apostrophe provider at apostrophe.com slash askrana when you use our code askrana. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash askrana and click begin visit. Then use our code askrana at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Wow. A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash Askrana and use that code Askrana to get your first dermatologist crafted treatment plan for $5. We thank Apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast. And for my face. Fabulous. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about FM. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create a podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. If you're that sort of person, I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Okay, dear. Well, this is the role you've been preparing for your whole life. Okay. Here we go. I know you've had a lot of professional schooling and coaching, and I know Thank you continue you. Edith to be Skinner. Coached. Edith I know Skinner. you're big with an acting coach and yeah. all kinds of coaches. I'm very coached. I'm very coached. Very coached. But this is really the moment it's all synthesizing for, and that is the reading. I have this. called a couple of times for a style guide for the show. You have. Josh Camzen. In, I think, a last-ditch effort to secure his position Mm. as the president Mm. of the carriage house, Mm. even though there are constantly people waiting in the wings, ready to throw out their marbles. Oh, they were. I mean, daggers. It's like Elizabeth I's court. For sure. People are hiding. Don't try on any clothes. Exactly. Yep. Those clothes are poisoned. Yeah. Josh. Josh made us a style guide. Are you ready? Wait, who wore a poison cloak? That's my question. Well, in the movie. Yeah. 
I'm trying to remember. Was it Joseph Fiennes that got poisoned? Who got poisoned? No. So someone sent Elizabeth these gorgeous dresses, and then oh, Joseph and one of her Fiennes maids tried it correct on? and died. I wonder if that was based in reality. That's a bit like they did to um, Navalny. They put right, poison, yeah. poison in his underwear. I feel like it's so specific that it has to be real. That's such a wild thing. To What's going to happen to Navalny? Oy. Did you watch that documentary, by the way? I did. Yeah. What'd you think? I mean, it's horrifying. Yeah. Devastating. Yeah. What did you think? I thought he was pretty sexy. He is sexy. Yeah. He's got something. He does. Yeah. He could lead me into any situation. Yeah. He's uh, not without his complications, of course. Well, but, how much you can know, you I keep for, thinking you know? about him and his wife feeding that horse <laughs> by the side of the road. <laughs> I do. They go and fe- went to feed the ponies. But his recovery, I mean, yeah. the way that he, they took him to the brink of death. Yeah. And then he was, I mean, he was so focused that he, when Move he's jogging on that road, I mean, unbelievable. Move your big toe. Yeah. Remember that from Pulp Fiction? Just kidding. Yep. Kill Bill. Yeah. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. It's this, all the same that. movie. Yeah. Kill Fiction, Bill, Pulp Bill. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Inglorious, Unchained. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. The unveiling of the Josh, well, really, of Josh Kamsen style guide for yeah. Askrana. And we'll, we'll yes and no this as it goes. Whether, That's true. Whether, if he's got it right. Yeah. So this is what you would get after you submit a letter. Or maybe. Here we go. Thank you for considering submitting a question to the Carriage House. We know you are very desperate and like, likely sitting at the edge of your fainting couch before clicking submit on your question. But before you do, please take a glance through the style guide to make sure your question is of the caliber necessary to Mrs. Glickman and Brian to read on air. For Mrs. Glickman and Brian to read on air. Excuse me, for Mrs. Glickman. I just and Brian. don't want them to think he made that. No, I made that was me. That was me. Yeah. Before you even think of submitting a question, have you done the following? Number one, left a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, five stars only. Uh, Number that's two, actually, we could stop the whole lesson right there. Yep. If there's anyone who's written to us and hasn't given us a five-star review, Come on. I just want to say, I hope you're sitting in your private shame right now. And I hope you immediately go click. Yep. And I hope you don't say, oh, I can't believe it. I'm going to do that later. Yeah. I also hope you're not the kind of person who says, well, now I don't want to do it because they want me to do it. Because if you are, and you know who you are, shame on you and grow up. That's what I want to say about that. The rest of these on this list are perks, but that's the one that's like, yeah, to gain entry. nothing. Yeah. Have you taken a breath today? That's the same question. Yeah. Okay, go on, dear. Have you ordered our delicious coffee? Have you taken a sip of Negrana to calm yourself over your desperate situation? Subscribe to the Patreon. Join the AR Social Club, arosocialclub.com or arosocial.club. If you are looking for general advice, please read below. If it answers your question, feel free to keep the question to yourself, Dia. I love that. Though he's giving pre-answers to questions. On relationships and friendships that end. Every person that we encounter, this is the answer. Every person we encounter in life comes to our lives for a reason or a season. And seasons pass and reasons change as do relationships. If a friend is telling you a friendship is over, then it's over. You are allowed to mourn the friendship and you are allowed to be upset. 
It is likely not in your best interest to try to salvage the relationship if the other person is not interested. Nor is it advisable to get on the phone with them and confront them with, but, 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 it (laughs) will not give you closure. You may never get closure. It is not that person's responsibility to give you closure. That comes from you. Of course, if you are the violating party who dumped someone or ghosted someone for seemingly no reason, you can give the dumpy some clue as to why, whether they don't wear deodorant or you once stripped their father. On gifts. What do you think about that? I think it's fabulous. What do you think? I think that's pretty spot on. On gifts. Why are you writing in about a gift? We do an entire special Mm -hmm. every year. Uh Uh-huh. Veronica. Open up Instagram and scroll back to 2021, 2020, Uh or 2019. Uh Uh-huh. And see all the amazing choices and the terrific work Tony did in making it all look good. And Nick, I have to say. I have to say, I think we need yeah. to add Nick to that. Okay. In fairness, Nick is the one who makes it look good. Tony okay. makes it all look easy. Let's put Correct. it that way. Oh, I love Tony that. works his absolute bones off making he it does. all look easy. He did. Mm-hmm. He does. On whatever is happening to a 29 or 30-year-old. Uh-huh. You are manic at this age. Your you friend are a turning man- 30. You are a maniac. Oh, excuse me. You are a maniac at yes. this age. Your friend turning 30 is trash. Someone is making a horrible decision at the precipice of adulthood. This mm-hmm. is not an excuse to act horribly <laughs> to people, but it is an exclama- explanation for why the people in your life may be acting like crazy people at the moment. Yeah, that's true. Okay, then there's a number one under this. These are the rest of the rules. Number one, Mrs. Glickman and Brian must read letter these letters out loud this is on conciseness conciseness excuse me when they are too long it makes it difficult for our intrepid host to get through them without becoming bored angry annoyed or fatigued and you do not want them in any (laughs) of these moods when answering your questions so So please keep it as concise as possible so far there is no word count limit but go back to your letter before clicking send and read it out loud did you get tired or bored halfway through then think of mrs glickman and brian think of our listeners Use the delete key. I think that's the best advice I've encountered so far in this whole thing. Reread your letter. This goes for everything in life. Mm -hmm. Reread your letter and figure out the part where you got bored or tired and cut it. Now, so this is where it gets not confusing, but seemingly anachronistic or, but it's not actually. So this is. Letter A under conciseness. A note on juicy details. This is a subset, yeah. Correct. Despite the need for conciseness, sometimes we need juicy details. Mm -hmm. The color of your fiancé's tie on the day they left you at the altar does not matter. How your friend's parents are undermining their religious decisions, essential. Yeah. If you can imagine Brian reading the details and being in shock, include those details. Simply put, do not skimp on juicy details. It is what makes good po- co- good podcasting, besides expert hosts and fabulous guests and a terrific support and a charming carriage house president. Mm. Okay, I see you. Co- charming house co-op president. Co-op me. president. Yeah. But if in the back of your mind, you can hear Mrs. Glickman chastising you for verbosity, cut those details out. And if you do bring up something, you better close the loop on that detail. Oh, you better. You better. If your letter contains phrases like, but that's a story for another Ah. time. Ah. (laughs) Or I will fill you in on that Ah. later. Then be prepared for Mimi to delete the letter and block. I could not agree more. (laughs) I'm with you. So this is really quite accurate so far. Ah. 
Letter B under conciseness, unnecessary uh-huh. words and phrases. Are there cliches in your letter? If they are quirky, we want them. If they are mm-hmm. something Mrs. Glickman has seen in a rom-com, cut them. Do not write. This is underlined. Do not write. I will try to be brief. You just added a whole sentence you did not need. Thank you very much. Fabulous. Roman numeral two, names. If you don't want to use people's names, make up names for the hosts to read. If you do not want your name used, give yourself a fake name. And then he linked to a list. Here is a list. I have to click on that. I didn't. He linked to a a list of the car talk credits. Oh, okay. (laughs) Forget that. I like it. Well, yes, but that's their thing. Number three, You know how they do that, you know, that they do... They make, they make the fame, names. the Martha yeah. Stewart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like Martha Carburetor, but better. Yeah. Number three, locations. Who are you, James Bond? If you want to tell us what mid-sized city you live in, just tell us. It gives context. If you live in a small town and you are identifiable, we get it. Say you live in a small town outside of Chicago, not 30 minutes from a mid-sized city somewhere in the Midwest. I couldn't agree more about that. It drives me nuts when they don't tell us where they are, even a little closer than, you know. Yep. I, that's one of the juicy details I need. Like Correct. the time that we had the girl write in about the dog that was peeing through on the pad. Yes. Chicago. Oh, my God. Jason Mansukas, I answered that question. I'll never right. get over that as long as I love. Disgusting. Number four, spell check. Mm-hmm. Spell check is built into your computer. It's built into your phone. It's While you were reading, it absolutely is. We are reading your letter out loud. Look for those squiggly lines under words. Those are not fun graffiti. It means you spelled a word wrong or made made one up. Fix it. Correct. Number five, grammar check. Like spell check, grammar check is built into every computer. Not as easy on phones, of course. We recommend Grammarly, which can also help edit out the words you did not need. Thank you. Number six, repeat questioners. Oh, well, you don't have to ask me because I opened <laughs> that the show already by happened. losing my mind. Let's see what he has to say about this. If you're a repeat questioner, first of all, good luck. Yeah. Second, if you want to reference the first question you sent in or let the team know that you are the same person who wrote in about the cake with the bunny popping out of it or whatever, take some time and tell us the date of the episode or the episode number. Do you think the staff has nothing better to do? Thank and you. Finally, you know what? That's... That is very important. Very helpful. Josh is here for everybody. Yeah. Number seven, non-chip submissions. If you are writing a question and starting with, I love listening to your show every week, then what are you even doing? Mm. This is a twice a week show. Patreon.com slash Ask Rana. I got to say, Rana, I am more impressed with Josh Kim than ever. Tour de force. I'm prepared to answer the question, uh, to end the episode right there. I'm not there even kidding. I won't because I can't. Because, sure. You know. But no, people, that. Because as Josh just pointed out, almost none of the people that listen to the show pays for what we do. In other Correct. words, how many people are on the Patreon? We love the Patreon, but I mean, the, uh, at least one to two million people a week. We should post the this show. style guide on the Patreon, Rana. Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. It's uh, perfect. Go to patreon.com, ask Rana. Not only do you get another whole episode. An entirely episode, other episode. And or a video episode, if that's what you're after. Yep. Pardon me. Yep. You're supporting the show. You're supporting the but show. But those are the same people that didn't even want to give us five stars. Oh, these people. It makes me sad. It's so you're living exciting. an unfulfilled life. If you're not joining us on the Patreon, you're living an unfulfilled life. That's what I'll say. I think you make an excellent point. And it has a very different uh, mood, the Patreon. 
Because we're having so much fun over there. Intimate. It's in some ways, it's not unlike the episode they're getting right now. But I still do think when we speak to the free feed, we speak differently. Speak to our Patreons as though they are the exclusive platinum clientele. Colleagues. That we, well, not quite. Not colleagues. But yes, like like they are are the platinums. Yeah. Yeah. All right, dear. We're going to get to a little bit of advice, and then we're going to get out of here. Get out of here. Dear Ron Bryant and this week's wonderful guest, if applicable. Hmm. No, no apostrophe on weeks, first of all, and second of all, no guest. Uh-oh. I am a mostly straight. Oh, that's fun. That is fun. How fun to be mostly something. I know. I'm a mostly straight white cisgender woman in my late 20s who has been single, save for a string of trysts here and there for the past four years. My last relationship lasted six years where we were engaged for the last two until I ended things. Since then, I've been for the most part single, save for the aforementioned romps I found myself in along the way. I'm young. I'm flirty. I'm feeling confident. Good about my relationship status and myself and have for some time now. What do you need us for? However... (laughs) Every romantic entanglement I have found myself in ever, all caps, including my last serious relationship and the one before that, there has been one problem. I have never once climaxed during sex. This includes an array of different methods and partners and even some dabbling in consensual kink. I would be more detailed, but I would hate to have run out where I guessed. All of which- What I about found, me? Yeah, they knew they weren't going to offend you. Yeah, that's true. I would take it as a compliment. Okay, I will. All which I have found tremendously fun and enjoyable, but I still have yet to, as they say, truly, quote, finish. By the way, if I had known what this letter was, I wouldn't have read it. (laughs) That's why you made me read it. I have never told anyone in my life this, including my sexual partners. I'm very open about sexuality and truly do love the act of sex in all its forms, but I've always, quote, faked it in the end. I think to just add the heat, add to the heat of the moment or sometimes to just conclude the act altogether. Sure. I am known among my friends as the promiscuous, perpetually single one. And this secret looms over my head constantly when the subject of sex comes up. I think when I was younger, I didn't think it was abnormal for a woman to not finish during intercourse with a man. But as I've gotten older and talked more openly about it, I'm realizing that that's not always the case. Or is everyone else lying too, question mark? Mm. So my question really is, is this normal? Or if not normal, is it just an unfortunate reality that some of us, quote, vaginaed folks just have to carry the burden of? As I said before, I really do love the act of sex and have experimented quite a bit, but to no avail on the finishing front. Maybe it's psychological. The only thing I've ever considered is that I've always been physically attracted to other women, but have never acted sexually upon these desires, save for one hugely embarrassing drunken stint with another straight friend that has haunted me to this day. Huh. What do you think? I love you Wait, both. sorry. So they, they did orgasm that one time? No. No, no, never mind. They've, they just wonder. They've been attracted to women as well. Oh, I see. The mostly straight, but they've never really explored that bisexuality because- All this kink and all this They is had a, a strange moment, and now they feel shame about that moment. Oh, I see, I see. What do you think? 
I love you both dearly and I'm so grateful. Should you decide to read this letter, best wishes to you all. Please don't use my name, TPS. I am easily able to finish on my own, so I don't think it's a hardware issue, if you know what I mean. I'm glad that she added that because I was curious. Well, Brian, tell us everything you know about women's anatomy and what I don't this know woman a thing about women's anatomy. I'm not sure this is exclusive to uh, an exclusively female issue, but I'm curious what you have to say. I mean, who among us hasn't faced that? I, yeah. I think everyone has at some point. Because, and I don't even think it's a shitty thing to do. I think sometimes it is just maybe you're not. Uh, listen, I'm not talking about her our letter writer right now. I'm just saying, I think there are times when it's like, oh, I, you know, I want them to feel good. I know I'm not going to get there. It's just not, it's not, it's not that day for me, you know? Yeah. So you do. Um, And I think that's okay. This is different though, just because, um, but again, actually, I don't know. I know it's much more difficult for a woman to orgasm in sex than a man, typically. That's the stereotype, at least. Maybe that's untrue. Yeah. So I actually maybe shouldn't answer this one. Well, I ultimately think the answer to this question is that it's not really a question we can answer. The only answer we can give you, because it's individual. I do have one idea. Oh, boy. Whatever gets you off... I think I think it would help if you were honest that I think it would help sometime during sex if you're not dying for it to be over if if you just said um do you mind if I get off now and then you just sort of masturbate yourself next to your partner until you do get off cuz at least then someone else is in the room while you're coming cuz I think that 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 might do something or Whatever your fantasies are that get you there, why don't you say them out loud? Maybe you're embarrassed. Well, she I mean, with your partner there. But I I do think that there is a case for you. Actually, quite good advice, but I do think she describes herself as a person who's constantly trying to find the thing, the magic bullet, Mm. so to speak, that gets her to this place. She can do it on her own. That's an interesting idea. I hadn't thought of that, which is getting yourself there on your own in front of your partner. I mean, gay men do that all the time. And like, seeing where that leads. I'm sure, yeah. I mean, probably she's masturbated in front of another person, but who knows? Maybe not. Maybe there's mm-hmm. a lot of focus on this sort of whatever you want to call it, intercourse. Mm-hmm. And that that is the thing that she's hung up on is not being able to get there together. Mm-hmm. And I do think when you say, is this just what happens to everyone else? I do think that TV, books, this, that, there is a lot of focus on people finishing at the same time. Yeah, that's true. I do think that's a pretty, I don't think that is as common as it is portrayed. No, because it's a great think, scene in a movie or a book yes. that you both that it happens at the same time. That's, but it's also because it doesn't really happen that often right, in life. Right. Because what kind of timing are we talking? Hold I mean, on, that's true. hang on, hang on. And then you've got the pressure to hang on. I mean, you know, it just sort of it, there is a timing is a thing. Yeah. And that sometimes it's a negotiation about who's gonna do what, when, and how. Yeah. And, you know. 
But I do like your advice of if you're open to it, there seems to be two things going on here. One is you want to explore your bisexuality. Fine. Go for it. Yeah, do it. Forget it. Whatever stupid, dumb, 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 stupid oh, thing happened. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. You're embarrassed. Oh, no. And then your friend and did it up. But Everyone's had an embarrassing It takes sex story. two college girls to tango, okay? Mm-hmm. She was there too. It didn't work out. Who cares? Forget about it. You've got to find a way in therapy to move past that embarrassment. That's the first thing I want to say. Sure. Because maybe that shame is holding you back in some way from feeling uh, not self-conscious. But it sounds to me like you're pretty adventurous in other ways. Yeah. So maybe you just need to shift your perspective around the process a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I do think, though, for a lot of people, it feels like a mystery and a secret. How do people do this? Does everybody get there at the same time? Am I the only one that doesn't? You know, everybody thinks I'm so sexy and fun, but it turns out I have this private truth, which is that I just am not, have never had this experience that I want. What you might find, by the way, when you do eventually climax at the same time as another person is you might think, oh, well, thanks, but I'd rather go home and have That's a date with my too. vibrator yeah. <laughs> or whatever. There you is know. such a thing as begging for clothes to magically appear on your body after you climax. Yeah. I yeah. mean, or that you just sort of think, oh, well, okay. But it wasn't any better than yeah. when I did it myself. Or, and also, yeah, I mean, the that's act a fair of being point. intimate with another person is about a lot of things. It isn't always. So it sounds like you're very results-driven. Fair enough. But I don't know. If you have fun for 45 minutes and then you're starting to get bored or tired or whatever it is. As you said in the beginning, I think it's fair enough to sort of slip out of the room or to sort of sit, not leave. I don't mean genuinely leave the room. I just mean sort of think, okay, I'm, I'm pretty much done with whatever and I'm not going to get where I'm going. So let's help you get there. But I think when it becomes a pattern, mm. it is something worth looking at if Definitely. it is not satisfying to you. It's also okay if it is satisfying to you. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense? Definitely. A lot of judgment you're placing on yourself. Yeah, get rid of that. Who could, the, who could climax like that? No, but it sounds like you're sort of three quarters of the way there, which is that you allow yourself the space to explore. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Why not allow yourself the ability to just take every situation as it comes? Instead of, so to speak, instead of worrying about, uh uh-oh, here's another one where I'm not going to get there. Totally. I also feel like if you got got yourself off in front of someone, maybe they could see what you're doing that's getting you off. A little tutorial. Um, And if you're embarrassed about some of the thoughts going through your head, like if you think your fantasies are like too much for somebody and whatever, maybe they're not. Try to see your partner as a partner. In totally. other words, Ex- someone, great who, advice. someone who is cooperating in this effort as opposed to you, boy, me, girl, yeah. now animals. Right. You know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Try this. Turn around. How about this? Uh, 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 uh. Nope, right. not working. <laughs> oh, there we At go. At that speed. Yeah. yeah. Just like that. Dear Rana. No, dear Brian, oh, I always am in shock when my name is first. With the capital Y, I like it. Rana, and if applicable, distinguished guest, no guest. 
Last year, my boyfriend and I moved Maybe to Maybe a wig. Try a wig. Have you done a wig yet? Me? Oh, for it to be the guest? I should. No, just to be somebody else when she's- uh, you know, maybe she needs to feel like somebody else. Oh, you're talking about the person. Yeah. yeah put on like a, a pussycat wig and yeah. shake and bake and get over yeah. there. Yeah. Let's just see. Yeah. Blondes have more fun. Great idea. Yeah. A wig never looks sexier than when it's actually not, when it's just thrown on your head. Right. When you're That's sweating when and sexiest. it falls off. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure it's secured. Wendy used to put hers in the oven. Oh, what do you mean? She used to, when she would, was styling her wig, she would put them in the Wendy podcast, Wendy. Wendy want podcast. Wendy get podcast. Wendy, who said she's always wanted to do a podcast and two seconds later said, I don't even know what a podcast is. She said, no, she said, I've always wanted to podcast, have right. podcast. Right. So I'm and going to do podcast. She's going to do podcast. And then she yeah. says, I'm going to try and sell sneakers on it. She might. Yeah, but I think she thinks it's like, we're selling coffee. QVC or sell sneakers. Should we start selling sneakers? I, Rana, she's in a fragile state. We can't. We can't put that pressure <laughs> on her like that. All right, go on, dear. I apologize. Last year, my boyfriend and I moved abroad to Bermuda for my job. Our neighbor here is a regular Keith Richards ugh, island types, like expat island types. island types. You yeah. know what? They're not that different from. Like your sister's sort of an island type, even though she doesn't sure. live on an island. Yeah. Or the McAfee virus guy. Oh, well, I'll never forget him as long as I live. John yeah. McAfee. Oh, my God. Yeah. Murderer. But he was Costa Rica. But yeah, uh-huh, yeah. go on. Our neighbor here is a regular Keith Richards, of course, who happens to own a five-star safari camp in Africa. Let's call S- him Wayne. Excuse me. I know, not bad. Wayne is in his 60s. And we are, thir- Wayne is in his 60s, we're 30 years younger. My boyfriend finds Wayne charming and befriended him, ultimately scoring us a friends and family discount to the safari park. I initially expressed concern as Wayne is regularly an imposition. This is the beginning of Rosemary's Baby, by the way. Mm. And I would prefer a little less familiar relationship with him. You see, Wayne is an alcoholic and my boyfriend has his own issues with alcohol. Wayne is generally very kind, albeit drunk, but isn't the most positive influence on my boyfriend in terms of drinking. You live on a Caribbean island. Right. What, did, what were you planning on doing instead Right. of drinking? I'm just That's curious. Sort of what happens. Yeah. Ultimately, the lore of a five-star luxury safari camp outweighed my better judgment, and the trip is now booked. Okay. Don't beat yourself up about that. That's Waiting for the problem. Right. I Totally. I assumed Wayne would be home in Bermuda during our excursion, but recently learned he now plans to be at the camp during our stay. Great. The fact is, I would not have agreed to go on the trip if I knew Wayne would be at the camp. Oh, now, you wouldn't have agreed to go if you knew the person, the person who knows <laughs> everything about the safari and can make yeah. sure you get the best possible treatment is going to be there. Go on. I was just really hoping this would be a Wayne-free vacation. Am I overreacting? Should I stop complaining and focus on the wonder of safari, even if an overbearing drunk man is in tow? Would it be rude to tell him we are going on this trip as a couple and hope he understands if we keep our distance? Have uh, I gotten myself? Yes, it would. Be, it would actually, actually be very rude. Yeah, Have I gotten yeah. myself into a Rebecca and Brian Alaska scenario? Rana, rest no, assured. No, Rebecca was a stranger. Yeah, I didn't know Rebecca. I, I owed Rebecca nothing. Yeah. Rana, rest assured, I insisted we fly <laughs> cutter business on this journey. And we bookended the safari. I mean, go for that alone. And we bookended the safari with fabulous beachfront stays in Zanzibar. Kiss, kiss. Meryl, not my real name. I'm just channeling out of Africa. P.S. I just read this to my boyfriend before sending it, and he would like me to add the following. 
Oh, I'm glad he's involved. I can't Me wait. Me too. My boyfriend works from home and our neighbor... Number one, my boyfriend works from home and our neighbor's the only friend he's made since moving to the island. Number two, he doesn't want you to think that means he's glad he's going on this trip because he's not. But, quote, the guy owns the goddamn camp. Number three, due to a recent hospital stint, our neighbor's currently on the wagon per doctor's orders. PPS, my sister, a professor and a longtime listener, helped edit this for length and grammar. Blame her for any erroneous mistakes. I gotta say, this was the perfect letter. Well done. Yeah, it's perfect. This was not too long. Perfect letter, except for the pot. Oh, well, it is perfect letter. I'll tell you why. Go ahead. Because we're answering this for her and her husband. That's kind husband, of Husband, boyfriend, which was it? Boyfriend, I think. Uh, boyfriend. Yeah. We're answering this for both of them. And I've got great news for him. Because I'm too. on his side. I am too. Yep. I, uh, it's unusual I, that I it would, happens. I, I think it's it unusual makes, that it happens. I'm on I, his side. Yeah. Guess who else is on his side and doesn't want to admit it? Her sister that also listens to the podcast. But she's not in a position to say in this instance right. that she's Gotta on his side. Got to defend your sister. Got to defend your sister. Quote, unquote, the guy owns the place. If you didn't want to go on vacation with Wayne or feel Wayne's tentacles on this safari, you should not have accepted this gift. There was always the chance that Wayne would be a part of this in some way. Yeah. What about Bob? You were always going to owe Wayne something. No kidding. Okay. Wayne accepted a ge- offered a generous gift. You accepted it. And that was the beginning and the end of the control you had over this situation. Mm-hmm. Wayne sounds like... Uh, Fun. Forget it. I, yeah. But not fun for me, though. Sometimes fun, sometimes a pain in the ass. Yeah. Ever, he's too present, is the Yeah, problem. he needs to wash his hair. Yeah, whatever it is, like the Wayne routine. You know, you don't want to go to Wayne's one-man show every night. Do you think Wayne, the, Wayne wears SPF any longer or just fuck it? No, definitely not. Yeah. I don't think he's owned a bottle of SPF in 25 years. No, but for sure But not. you bought a ticket to Wayne, the Wayne Cruise. So the Rosie O'Donnell fans, they go on the Rosie O'Donnell cruise. They do. This is, we they do. bought we a do. ticket to the Wayne cruise. Correct. Wayne owns the place. Yeah. Everyone there was going to say, oh, we heard you're Wayne's neighbors. And you were going to be forced to say he's the best. And everyone was going to have a knowing glance about whether he is or he isn't the best. He may very well be the best. It's just that he's a lot. Yeah. Okay. But guess what? The advice I was already going to give you, you've already taken which is don't have this be the whole trip. You're telling me you're going to Zanzibar for two days on the front and two days on the back and I'm supposed to feel sorry for you because Wayne wants to have two extra drinks at the end of the night? And you're going to put your boyfriend in the position where he has to say, ugh, I got to go have a drink with Wayne. Oh, no. What's going to happen during the late night drink? Wayne's going to tell you the story of four people that were eaten by a lion. What happened to this and that? He's going to give you a colorful experience and enrich the safari nonsense. On a, totally. If you want to go to the Wild Animal Park in San Diego, go there. That's up to you. Why are you going to Africa if you want to have a clinical, clean, nothing experience? I have a Wayne revelation for you. Mm. This is not... I. From my assumption and from what I've seen of these even five-star places, these are not – this is – you're not going on a private safari. No. In other words, like during the day, there will be other people there. Wayne is not interested in giving 
anyone who's paid for a five-star experience, which by the way, is probably tens of thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. Wayne is not interested in giving the, in making those people in ruining those people's trip. Wayne is in the business of being a profession, a fun professional. When, when this is happening, this is how he makes his money. This is a five-star experience. You might have to deal, as you said, Rana, with Wayne, one or two extra drinks a night. Wayne is not going to be 24-7 bothering you. It's just what this is going to happen. He's going to be at work. You, you I, only first see him of all, at pleasure. completely agree. Guess yeah. what Wayne's not going to do? Sit next to you on the tram. Right. Well, he be, you know, well, maybe he is. And if he is, uh, he's doing it for one of two reasons. One is that he genuinely is passionate about what he does and he loves it. And you're going to have an enriched experience as a result. And the other is that unfortunately, uh, he feels obligated to show you a good time. And also there's going to be a million people wanting to talk to him on this thing. Yeah. Because guess what? Wayne is part of the experience. Totally. But you should say all to these Wayne, rich people are going to go home and be like, and then we met this fabulous eccentric who, um, yeah, got, oh my god, remember Wayne? Oh my god, Wayne hat. was so additive. By the yeah. way, Brian and I would kill to be on this with Wayne because that's just who we want to talk to the whole time. Completely. Here's what you need is a perspective. The best part about meeting Wayne. Rebecca was talking about Rebecca. Correct. You need a perspective, and also Wayne's just a crazy tour guide. That's what He's we a love. Nice person. You need a perspective shift on Wayne and you need to shift the relationship with Wayne. And I have two pieces of advice about that. One is, uh, when he's in Bermuda, Wayne sounds like maybe he's a little bit of a sad alcoholic. Maybe he's not sad. Maybe he's just happy, but he's a little lonely. And that's why he's spending time. And he, okay, he has, does he have a drinking problem or is he British? We can play that game for the rest of our lives. I don't know. But, this is where Wayne shines during safari season. Yeah. So let's let Wayne shine a little bit. It doesn't mean that Wayne's going to be sleeping in your bed with you. No. There's going to be plenty of time that you're going to have to yourselves. But maybe you could stop for a second and instead of seeing Wayne as a real pain in the ass, try and see him as a person with a passion who's good at what he does. Totally. And maybe. Who, by the way, is not going to be a drunken asshole fool in front of these people. He just isn't. Well, he'll be drunk, but that's because he's a drunk. But give him a little credit for that. And instead of being uptight about how Wayne drinks all the time, which, by the way, supposedly he's not drinking right now, but we'll see once you get out there. Sure. You know, I think sometimes when you don't, when people are around that drink too much, you sometimes have over overreaction and you think, I'm not having anything to drink now. Because I don't want them to think I'm part of what they're doing right. and that I condone their behavior. And so they don't either notice or they don't notice. The only thing they notice is your stiff vibe. Also, I will say so this. So if you want to have a drink when you're on vacation with your husband, have a drink. By the way, I'm really impressed that she clocked the boyfriend saying she he drinks too much when he's around Wayne and it makes me nervous. And the boyfriend read this letter and was like, you should send it. Good for him. Yeah. He knows. It's the only friend he made since he's there. Yeah. It's hard. Uh, should he dial it back a little? Sure. Yeah. Should he probably. try a little harder to meet other people? Sure. Yes. That's a, another answer to another letter within a letter. This is a Russian doll letter. Yeah. But, and he knows. And he's hearing us and thank you very much. And he's going to try harder to make new friends when you get back to Bermuda. Yeah. But let this be what it is. 
instead of worrying about controlling it and oh Wayne and this and that. But Wayne's gonna be busy. He's you're not the only, you know, dolphin at the show here. He's gotta do his routine for everybody. Mm-hmm. So the other thing I would suggest is saying to Wayne, and maybe even bringing him a little something when you arrive, even if it's, you know, a box of chocolates from the airport or a, I don't know what, or whatever a person needs when they're out there, something from Bermuda that he can't get there, rum cake, I don't know what. Sure. Some comfort from home. And just say, we're so grateful. We're so excited to be doing this. We just wanted to say, you absolutely do not have to feel that you have to take care of us. We are here. We can't wait to enjoy it. And at the end of the night, when you just want, also want to give Wayne an out. Which is that's true. You've got that's a million a other people to take care right. of. You do not have to tap dance for us. We're your friends. Yeah. We're your neighbors. You get to be you because for someone like Wayne, part of the drinking so much is that, and part of the enterprise is that he has to be on all of the time, mm-hmm. and that's just how he feels about it. And so, I don't know how you give him that relief, but find a way to I let him feel like he doesn't have to be on. I think that's great. And come like from a pure place with it. Yeah, totally. Just saying, like, we are here to be on this. You you owe us nothing. And, you know, you do you and release yourself of any burden to try and to take care of us. We don't and need he, you to take exactly. care of us. Exactly. And even after yeah. the first day, say, my God, you're working so hard. You must be exhausted. No, yeah. no, let's have a drink. We'll go have a drink. And you say... We're going to have one and then we're going to turn in because we are so excited about blank. Tomorrow. Or we're so, yes. Yeah. But also don't feel bad about letting your husband go have a drink with him and burn off a little steam at the end of one night. But husband who's listening, boyfriend, sorry, who's listening. Your job is to say, Wayne, I could sit here all night and listen to these stories, but I've got to go to bed because I can't wait to see the leopards tomorrow morning. Because on the flip, or the Wayne did you a gigantic favor hogs. giving you this discount, but you are still paying guests for the service. So Yes, but you, the guest discount is not a really a discount. You're paying he's paying for your company on some level. It probably. Yeah. So, so I would just say be open to Wayne. And also you don't have to ever do anything you don't want to do. If you don't want to stay for that drink, if you don't want to have a drink that night, just say, you know, we're really tired. I think we're gonna turn in and see you tomorrow. But give Wayne a break and also uh be grateful. Yeah. And bring Wayne a little something. You're not going to regret taking meaningful. this trip. There's no oh, way regret it. She's you're flying going to regret c- cut to business. business. I'm going to, come on. Yeah. And Zanzibar. Come on. Yeah. Come on. And you have your own days leading up. And don't spend the first two days of Zanzibar saying, oh, do you think Wayne's going to try yeah, to have dinner with us the first night? That. Don't do that. You're on Wayne's turf. Correct. You're definitely having dinner with Wayne. And he's, a, By he's the way, at work. Excuse me. They're going to get there and Wayne's going to say, oh, I hope you don't mind, but. I have to have dinner with these other people. And you're going to say, no problem. Yep. That's what's going to happen. Sounds like a terrible trip. Yeah. Okay, one more. But I like the idea of releasing him from the obligation of after you work, you don't need to work again for us. Like, you know, just Wayne, we could do this at home. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Take a break. Yeah. Rana and Brian, I just moved into a new place and I have a dishwasher for the first time in seven or eight years. Do you have any tips to use this thing like a pro? Looking for an edge, Aaron, sent from Oklahoma City. 
Donald, I truly Yadvina thought there loads, was no way. Go ahead, Rana. Yadvina loads my dishwasher. So that's the first thing I'm going to say. Well, my my only tip is that the spikes that come up yeah. on the top rack yeah. are to divide the glasses. You're not supposed to put the glasses on those spikes. That either side of the glass goes Correct. around the spike. No. No. Wait, what are you saying? None of the glass goes on the spike. None of it. Oh, no. It, just to keep them apart from each other. Correct, but the yeah. glass doesn't go on the spike. No, it, it goes on goes, the, in the alleys. Yes, correct, exactly. It's, to it's protect, the alleys. It's to protect them from each other. Correct, and also just it, for anything you're concerned about at all, anything that might be a little more expensive, even if it's a bowl or anything, top rack, and anything else, bottom rack. If it's big, bottom Or rack. anything that's made of plastic, to, top yes, rack. Yes, top rack, yeah. I will say champagne flutes, the t- little top, pot that comes down. I don't know I whether this. this is how you're supposed to do a champagne. Yeah, I don't know not. how you do that. Actually. But you know how there's like a little cat, a little uh, lid almost that comes yeah. down off the side? Yeah. I always put the stem of the champagne flute between Through those the- dividers. Smart. And then I put the champagne flute. So it's really taking up two rows. Mm-hmm. And I find that that works nicely. I'll tell you, I lived flutes. for a while without a dishwasher. I w- and then you get one and you never go back. Yeah. Here's how you use a dishwasher. Any chance you get. Any chance you get. Don't be, and by the way, I barely ever load the bottom rack of mine because I oh. just don't have enough. I just always only load the top. Oh, I'll put three things in front of the dishwasher. I don't care. And you yeah, can call the environmental I mean. police totally on me if you want them. to. Call them. Call the water cop. Yep. Send them right over and I'll Send serve them, right them something in my beautiful crystal sparkling glass. Correct. Don't forget. Do you want to come after me or do you want to come after Muhammad Hadid? Oh, I thought you were talking about back to us first letter writer. Wait, which one? Do you want to come after me or do you want to come after <laughs> Muhammad Adid? It all <laughs> has been colored a bit by the first letter. Oh, right. uh, I would say that, yeah, the best way to use a dishwasher is early and often and when you're tired. At the end of the day, my favorite, one of my favorite sounds, I don't know if I've ever uh, told this before when it on starts. the show. My favorite thing, the kitchen is clean, the lights are low, hitting this. start on the dishwasher and <sighs> going to bed. Uh, there it's like tucking myself in, honestly. It's the most wonderful sound in the world. It's a wonderful sound. If you have a specific, the other thing is I wouldn't skimp on the um, solution. Detergent. No, yeah. but the solution, the glass cleaning solution, the one that makes it sparkle. Oh, sure. Yeah. Make sure that's always in there. Yeah. And the other thing is, look up your dishwasher. I'm sure there's some goddamn YouTube video that some bored person has done who can tell you exactly how to get seven plates in instead of six plates (laughs) and eight glasses instead of seven glasses. Yeah. And to use your spit instead of water. Yeah. And to put, you don't put your knives in. I mean, you can put some knives, but don't put your fancy knives because they get dull. They can get dull. Meaning your knives that you're cooking with, cutting with. Right. Not the ones you're talking to. Uh, and the other thing is that on, I just bought a gorgeous set of organic Teflon from ScanPan. I hate to tell you how much these pans were. Wow. Because baby Steve. Organic Teflon? Well, baby Steve, I don't want, so Teflon, I don't want baby Steve to have Teflon in her body. We all have Teflon in our bodies. You have watched that documentary? No, I didn't, but I believe you. I'm sure it's haunting. 
So for baby Steve, I bought some gorgeous organic scan pan, non-stick, organic non-stick. There's green pan and scan pan, but it's really top. They said this was the one to go with. Okay. And they do say you can put these in the dishwasher, but they might not look as good afterwards. Right. But I've been known to say, oh, forget it. Me too. Throw, throw a little cruise in there. Throw Me a, too. Yeah. There's been a couple things like that where I'm like, you know what? I'll risk it. Some pans and pots you find that you need to soak them and others you find, ah, I could throw it in the dishwasher. Yeah. Well, should this has been cliff- some fun. Yeah. Oh, it's been- oh wait. Well, oh, should yeah, we decide gotta, who gets- Who's getting what? And then we've got to do the cliffhanger. Yeah. Okay. We've got- The safari. The safari. I don't leak in front of people. Yeah. And dishwasher. I don't peek in front of people. Is that what you said? Leak. I don't think that's nice, Brian. I don't. Why? I don't think it's nice. I don't think it's a nice thing to say. And I don't think it's appropriate. And I don't think it's accurate. You're right. I don't. It shows an ignorance to the female anatomy. You're right, it does. And I thought you were an ally when it came to I am. reproductive rights. Now I know. Well, I know that not. if. if well, okay, fine. I am on. Are you crazy? <laughs> here's my. Well, here's I my, want you to go have sex with a woman and let me know that you've done it so that I know. So that you, you know, know I'm what you're feminist. talking about. <laughs> <laughs> if you really loved women, you'd have sex with them. You're right. You're right. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> I will do that. Now I have my lesson. Um, yeah, so which one do you think, Ryan? Who do you think, kid, dear? Probably. What have you got a feeling for? I mean, I think the first one, I think she's too in her head. Yeah. What are you getting? Are you getting a fit? You're getting a feeling for um, the trip? Mm, But what could we possibly feel sad about the trip people for? I mean, I mean, I would really, is the letter technically from her and her boyfriend? (laughs) For some reason, I'm getting a feeling for him. I I know, me too. I can't explain why. I know what you mean. But these are not non-transferable. He got his, you know what? He already got his win. That's true. We already told him. He he won big time in that advice. We already told him, tell her to stop ruining the trip in advance by worrying about what's going to happen before it happens. And that, yes, Wayne's going to be there. So he's going to be there. So you think they we should even it talk out? talk about this for months and then Wayne could not show up. Totally, yeah. So give it a rest. So do you think we should- But he needs to go have a little bit. He needs to try a little harder to find a few more friends. He can't totally. be over at Wayne's and porch every no, night. drinking all day. What? Don't do and it. And it breeds resentment yeah. because she's home alone when he's doing that. And it's not That's nice. Yeah. And he's not doing it on purpose, but you know, it's tough. They're on an island. They're literally on an island isolated. Yeah. But everybody's going to try a little harder. She's going to try a little harder to not resent Wayne. And you're going to try a, lot, a little harder to not make her resent Wayne. How about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Okay. What are we going to give, you know, the big O? <sighs> um, I mean, I hate to say it, but I do think that Palo Santo sounds I pretty good. You were gonna say I think she Palo needs to Santo. just take a breath. Don't worry so much. Yeah, I don't think it's quite that easy, but I do right. think that's a big part of it. You're right. It isn't. Nothing's ever that easy. That's true. Well, I think there's something- And you could even I, see a therapist about this, by the way, yeah, a sex therapist the or regular therapist. the most important thing is to release yourself of whatever that little shame is that's nagging at the back of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not one to suggest bringing people into a relationship because I don't know a thing about that, but- 
I don't know. Maybe if there was a woman there and you who you were super attracted to, you would get where you were going. Yeah, you never know. You tried everything else? If you're open to uh, it. Paolo Santo Candle, it is. We need a fresh beginning and we need fresh. to bring some energy into the space. That Correct. Uh, we need to cleanse the space and bring some creative energy in there. Couldn't agree more. I think we gave great advice tonight. I really do. I do too. Yeah. Should we, should we, you want to hear this cliffhanger and then. Oh, I guess. Everyone yeah. can bask in this gorgeous episode. Okay, let's do it. Dear Rana, Brian, and possible illustrious guest. Mm-hmm. First, I'd like to thank you not for sharing. Not possible. We don't have a guest. It's not possible. No. First, I'd like to thank you for sharing all your wisdom over the past few years. I've truly found a place of comfort listening to your advice and banter through a tough period of my life. I look forward to Tuesday and Friday every week. Oh, there we have a key. There we go. Yep. I finally decided it was time to write in with something that's been weighing on me for a few months. I'm a 29-year-old woman living mm. in a major city on the mm. East Coast. Well, this person didn't this, read the style guide. They didn't. They, but they, but this, to be let fair. Let this be the last letter because we just read the style guide. Let this be the last non-compliant letter that we receive. But does it? Does the 29 rule, is that for everybody, Rana? Or is that just for for? Uh, guys. It's mostly for men, but women are having their own moment then too. That's true. You're right. Yeah. Okay, here we go. But mo- the thing I'm objecting to is the thing about the geography of the city. But anyway, go on. Oh, yeah. yes. Okay. Uh, ba, ba, ba. 29-year-old woman living in a major city on the East Coast. So then you could tell us. You're right, Rana. Yeah, we here. Back in early 2021, I broke off a four-year relationship with a man I was engaged to. Mm-hmm. To simplify things, I broke up with him because I was no longer getting what I needed out of the relationship. We lived together and I worked to disentangle my life from him as best I could. Within a month of our breakup, I had moved to an apartment on my own, started to meet some new friends in my neighborhood, and even went on a few casual dates. I dated casually through the summer of 2021 and started to- I don't want to make any more new friends. I know what you mean. I don't, I don't mind made if a one, I don't think I don't I've mind made if a friend one in a while. Slips in. I don't mind if one slips in, but I'm sure. not looking for one. I dated casually through the summer of 2021 and started to once again feel like myself. I felt happy spending time alone, exploring with my dog, and focusing on exploring with my dog. Oh, I see, like exploring the city. I felt happy spending time. (laughs) You know what? Yeah, absolutely a revolting human being. You just are. (laughs) You're revolting. I'm so sorry. You're a revolting person. I'm so sorry. I just was so confused by the wording. Oh, you were? Okay. I felt happy. (laughs) Spending time alone, exploring with my dog, and focusing on doing things that I love. Mm. On a whim, I downloaded Tinder in August, and two days later, I matched with a 33-year-old guy. We'll call him Luke. Well, you should be on Hinge, just so you know. Luke and I went out on a date the same day we matched. I found out that he lives in a different East Coast city about two and a half hours away from mine and was in town visiting friends. At first, I didn't think he'd go anywhere, not because I didn't like him, but because dating someone in another city seemed unrealistic and difficult. But the day after we met, we went out again. And two weeks after he went home, I visited him in his city. Mm. Now, 11 months later, we're still dating. Okay, well, then I'll eat my words. It sounds cheesy, but I really never thought I'd find a partner like him. He's thoughtful, kind, ambitious, and supportive. I told him I loved him three months into dating. Here's my only hang up. Mm. He hasn't said, he hasn't said I love you yet. Mm. He's incredibly committed to making our relationship work. He keeps a level head during disagreements, even when Mm. I don't, is always trying to figure out how we can communicate better and is understanding when I'm triggered by traumatic experiences from my last relationship. 
but he has never been in a real, quote, relationship before. Fear, intimacy, avoidant. That's what this person is. But anyway. He's only dated casually. And Mm -hmm. it seems like his trauma from childhood and past romantic encounters is keeping him from fully trusting me. Mm -hmm. I do feel like he shows his love to me through his actions, but he's yet to actually say it. Yep. I have brought this up with Luke directly. But he is adamant about not saying that he loves me before he truly feels it. I have something very unha- unkind to say, but go on. But he this says is the Patreon. This is for Patreon. He says that he doesn't really know. I have know to write what, it down so I remember. He says he doesn't really know what love feels like. I appreciate the sentiment, but part, part of me also feels like he's overthinking it. I feel silly getting hung up on a simple word, but we've been dating for almost a year and I'm planning to move to his city into a separate apartment to be close to him in the fall. While in many ways I'm confident about this relationship lasting, I'm also feeling incredibly insecure that he hasn't expressed his love to me verbally. I've had conversations with my therapist about this topic, but still feel lost and afraid that I will uproot my whole life for a guy who will never actually love me. Not to mention I feel awkward every time I say I love you and he does not reciprocate. Sure. And I often forego saying- Great feeling. Yeah, no kidding. And I often forgo saying it all to avoid. I do that to Mr. Cleveland all the time, though. There's no way that's true. Of course it's true. Did you say I love you and he says nothing back? No, the other way around. Oh, that I believe. Yeah. Am I being unreasonable by <laughs> wanting my partner? What on earth made you think it was the other? I don't know. A, a true glitch in the system. <laughs> Am I being unreasonable by wanting my partner of almost a year to say I love you, especially when I said it months ago? My gut says that moving is the right thing to do, but is not saying I love you a red flag. Mm. Coming out of a very toxic relationship, I want to be careful with my heart and honor my needs, but I also don't want to lose a good thing. Mm. Thank you for your advice. In advance for your advice and wisdom. Cheers. Stuck in love. Names have been changed. You're not going to like what I have to say about this. Yeah. Come to pay. It's not exactly what you think, but it's not not what you think. Mine is some of what I think. Well, let's see what we think when we answer. Yeah, you never know. We we like to give these things a few days to marinate before we record our Patreons. That's so true. Patreon.com slash askrana uh-huh. gets you right over that carriage house for five buck a ruse. You get oh, all for kinds now. of bonus content for now. Truly. Ten dollars you get to it's watch. Coming. You get to watch the Muppet show yourself. If it's it's coming, that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. It's no coming. Kidding. Unlike our first letter writer. Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon. AISocial.club. We have the most delightful melange of refreshment. Of course, we do. For people for August. Of course. July 31st, Sunday, is Brian's Shampoo Buzz Birthday Bash, otherwise known as the Cocktail Kiki. I love it. Uh, I hope you wear something festive. I will. And we'll just be coming off Brian's birthday the night before. So who knows? I might even be worse for wear. We have a gorgeous drink for July. I can't wait to share it with people. The coffee, of course, a necessity in anybody's life. Yep. We have a bunch of sober people that keep writing to us and saying, why don't you include us in the cocktail club? And I say, I have something for you. It's called the coffee. That's it. Anyway. 
Uh, we adore you. I adore you. I I'm so glad you. we could have a one-on-one catch-up today. Josh, thank you to Josh Camson, by the way. Many thanks to Josh Camson. That was uh, a work of art, and it was not, it didn't take no time. I'll say that. Uh, and to our fabulous letter writers, to everybody who allows us to handle them. To what's What am I trying to say? Who you put yourselves in our hands. That's you entrust us. Say. You entrust us. And I hope our first letter puts herself in someone else's hands that knows what they're doing. Me too. That's what I'll say. Or at least into a vibrating <laughs> thing that looks like a hand. Boy, how many times could we have fun at her expense? I feel for but, her. I get no, it. Listen, by the, I, what I really wanted to know is she's not alone. Of course I don't, not. I think that's common, 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 common. Is. So it's so common that there's a whole industry around it. Which is why you've got forty thousand vibrators. So Just completely, anyway, completely. Uh, all right, dear. All right, baby. Doll. I adore you. Adore. To be continued, and uh, we'll see everyone in the Patreon carriage house for the answer to that for sure. Definitely. Patreon.com slash Escrona. Okay, kiss, 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 kiss. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.